Welcome to City on a Hill Gaming, a family-friendly tabletop RPG podcast. Let's meet our players. Hello, I'm Daniel. Hi, I'm Grant. Hi, I'm Peter. Hi, I'm Greg. Hey, I'm Shanine. Hi, I'm Andrea. What's up? I'm Ben. We hope you enjoy our show. Welcome back to City on a Hill Gaming. I am your narrator, Ryan. It is time. So I almost said something else. That's not true. That's not what we do here anymore. It is time for some level up advanced fifth edition action. Actiony goodness brought to you by the fine folks at EN Publishing. Uh, we are back. It is session two of season four. I am joined by Peter. Hello. Daniel. Hi. Andrea. Hey. Shanine. Hi. Grant. Ben. Heyo. And Greg. I don't know if I remember to unmute myself after I cough. That's fine. Um, hopefully one of us notices if you forget during the episode. Um, when we last left our hero... Uh, Shanine, recap time. <laughs> read, read the notes. Read the notes. Oh, all took of notes. them? Yes, all of them. Oh, boy. Okay, the recapping. Nightmare Griffin Pelican Rider delivers small chest, small clockwork creature, 50 gold, two papers, mechanized password, and letter signed Commander Grell, invitation to assist in quest, and map. Nightmare's a little uh, harsh, but accurate. Um, that's, that's what I described sounds like a, a nightmare. That's reasonable. Um, my, my notes get spicy sometimes. I Excellent. <laughs> Now I know what all our sound checks are going to be, and I'm here for it. Um, On the I like that there's Shanine, you don't have to think up anything going forward. No. <laughs> Read those. Um, I like that our, our sound checks now have a theme. Uh, Ben's is always music. Andrea's is always teaching me something about plants. And Shanine's is now reminding me what we did last session, um, which is important <laughs> for me to know. Should probably know before we start, but that's a minor detail. I wouldn't worry about that too much. Um, so you well, guys that's what you got her for yes that's what she needs her for yeah i'll make up everything else later um so when you guys had been asked by now commander grell to go on a mission to explore a new continent to the north that no one is really sure where it came from and has only existed uh, as far as anyone can tell uh for maybe a month or two uh and you are going to be setting sail by boat. Uh, once you reach uh, a port city and uh, they will take you to the north, you will establish a small settlement and explore the island and try and determine where this mysterious place came from. Um, we, we will do a quick recap of characters as we are still fresh in the game. Uh, so everybody, uh, just character name and heritage and class and the like. Daniel. I am going to be playing Jock. He is a dwarf bard zerker. Uh, he kind of looks like Jack Black. Also, he kind of acts like Jack Black. He's Jack Black. I'm so much happier with the character now. Love it. Okay, Shanine, tell me of Locke. Uh, yes, I'm Locke, a plain-touched, deep-born, exalted sorcerer. Ben. I am playing Cork the Orc, the uh, pacifist cleric. Andrea? I'm playing Tansy, the elf, druid, druidic elf. I don't know which order to put it in. Either is fine. Likes plants. (laughs) Plants. 
Uh, Greg. I am playing Brother Brock Vinton, the adept monk. Sorry, no. Oh, right. Adept no. Uh, Peter. Uh, I'm playing Montague, a tabaxi herald slash rogue who is based on one of my cats. <laughs> he looks like a uh, humanoid palace cat and he acts like my cat, Monty. Heritage, tabaxi, class, pile of floof. Yes. And Grant. All right. I'm playing Thalata Toxar, Tox for short, who is a dragonborn sailor uh, who moonlights as a mage and has no secrets. <laughs> I am. Um, okay, we'll come. We'll get back to that maybe in the future. Um, I okay. That one shook me. Good, strong. All right. So, oh, the pictures moved around. Okay, that confused me. Daniel went off camera, and then his picture appeared where Grant was, and I'm like, why is Grant using Daniel's profile picture? What's happening? Okay. No secrets. No secrets. Zero secrets. <laughs> why do you we keep asking about it? haven't places or anything. No. I don't know why you keep bringing it up. None of that's happening. Um, okay. So you guys, uh, before you can set sail, you need to venture to the north and pick up supplies. There is one more set of supplies that needs to be picked up for the ship. Uh, and then uh, basically you make your way to the coast. It'll be a couple of days towards the supplies and a couple of days from the supplies to the coast for you to set sail as you head north to explore new places that may or may not have already existed before. Who knows? That's not important. I'm sure it won't come up. Um, Bold new civilizations. To boldly go where no podcast has maybe gone before. Um, I feel like someone's used that already, but I can't be sure. Doesn't sound... I think I think that's original. I probably made that up. It's fine. Um, okay, so you guys need to do... And I'm going to regret this, but we'll do it anyway. Um, I need you guys to do something for me. Uh, you guys have been presented a cart. And uh, leading that cart is some kind of pack animal. In the grand tradition of City on the Hill, I need you to do two things. I need you to tell me what kind of pack animal you have and what its name is. Oh, um, can we go with like a yak, but it's like really fluffy? I second the fluffy yak. I'm not going to say, Grant, you're muted. I'm not going to say no to a fluffy yak. You shouldn't. Fluffy yak. Okay. What is the fluffy yeah, like, yak's name? I, I, a yak, but with like fur, the consistency of like a Pomeranian's. Wait. See, I was going to go in a completely different direction, but I, I'm, I'm cool with this. Um, wait, what is uh, Pomeranian? Wait, should it also have a single syllable name? Like mm. Brack? Jim. My notes say that there are four wagons and various pack animals. So oh, should sweet. there be more than one? Dibs on the wagon pulled by the giant ant. Okay, oh, hold on. <laughs> oh, right. no. Yeah. Why does it have Pomeranian hair? That's terrible. An ant? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I hate it. That's an awful image. Okay. It really um, is. No, the, the ant is painted in bright, like, swirling tie-dyed colors. No, it you don't want brightly color. colored insects. That's always bad news. That's true. Well, no, if they're pink, no, no, no. You understand? It's painted on by the caretaker to ward off predators. Apisemitism yeah. oh. to say, hey, yeah. don't touch me. This is poisonous, guys. I promise. Clearly, this ant is psychedelic for a reason. It must be bad for you. 
Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Cork will be on the wagon that is being driven by the uh, giant centipede. Okay. Okay. What was the yak's name? Sorry. Oh, I just said Brack. Brack, Brack the good. yak. Brack, Brack the yak. yak. <laughs> Got it. What's the giant ant's name? Legs. <laughs> Big thanks. I hated energy. Good. Sure, Why is that not sure the centip- legs. No, no, no. Why is that not the centipede's name? No, 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 no. The we, centipede's no, name is shoes. No, no. Oh, sunshine. 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 Okay. Shoes. Sunshine. Okay. I like sunshine. Funshine. That's what I heard. Sir Sunshine. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. So what's the fourth? Lord Sunshine. Thing? The third. You have a yak, a giant ant, a giant centipede. I made a mistake. What is your fourth beast of burden? A fish a horse. Legs. Very fast snail. <laughs> Somebody domesticated oh, okay. a flail snail. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. That's that's actually horrifying. So where are we going? Yeah. With the <laughs> What's this? That's a CR5 creature we have pulling a wagon. It's no biggie. You know, yeah. it'll, it'll destroy a small village. He's retired. This is what he does yeah. now. Okay, okay, actually, I love the idea of a retired racing snail demoted yeah. down to wagon. A retired racing flail snail. No Did less. somebody clip the flails? You have they're, to tied, the flails. they're tied back. They, uh, yes. they scuffed up the reflective carapace. They're braided. Wait, uh, yeah, no, they should just be tied back in a pony flail. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I made a mistake. Okay. <laughs> That's okay, what is the session? Pony flail. Scooter. <laughs> it's so unintimidating. I love it. Okay. Uh, this this fearsome clear, CR5 scooter. monster is retired yeah. and its name is Scooter. Well, to be clear, Scooter is one part of its very long, very stupid racing name. Oh, right, right. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Is we'll, we'll come up with that later. Name? We'll just add, like we'll add nouns to it. It's fine. No, no, that's that's its racing name. It's just Sea Biscuit for some reason. Um so you have a yak with Pomeranian hair, a giant ant, a giant centipede, and a retired giant racing flail snail? Yes. You've got to stop asking us for advice. I really do. <laughs> sounds, or, like a, sounds like or a silly at least, song with Larry. What's happening to Or us? just expect okay. what happens when you do. I mean, really. Yeah. Or just at least maybe just pick one person to say one thing instead of everybody say what? everything. But then we wouldn't have had legs the giant ant. <laughs> or Scooter the Flail Snail. It's true. I've made Which, my by choices. the way, the racing name is Booter Tutor Hooter Scooter. He has we a wouldn't trumpet. be the Sage 7. That's also true. Booter Tutor Hooter Scooter. Now, see, I just sound like Booter the Swedish Scooter. chef from Booter, the Mother Scooter, honestly, is a good uh, meta joke in and of itself. So I, I do like Looter Scooter. That's Looter good. Scooter so much. <laughs> Looter Scooter. I don't. If there's not in the know, that's a weird internet nickname oh. for a specific magic the gathering card such so. a good card broken, why does it do it on attacks and blocks I, not, not combat damage not it's because it has fi- like three flail things to hit people with and it looks like the slave one from star wars and it's great love that card sorry what happened uh podcast okay um so right so who rides on which card... mount dibs on the ant I, I honestly i think if you called it out or named it you're writing on it so yeah, no, I'm writing. I'm writing Brack the Yak. You know, we should have. Oh man, it would have been great if we'd have just named it uh, Who, What, and I don't know. 
I think Ryan would just delete. We would know if either the recording or you. Okay. I'm not okay. sure. Which. <laughs> okay, if we're if we're gonna do possibly that, the though, universe. <laughs> if we're, no, no, that's what the carts' names are. That oh, way we could. Okay. That way we have to ask who's on first. All right. Oh no. We're doing this. <laughs> Okay. In in lieu of that, as a former GM, I'm going to recommend we name the cards Laurel, Hardy, and um, Otis. No, um, Abbott and Costello. Oh, that's sure. fine. We're not going to get into who pulls what. That's that's just we don't have time for that. I don't. Well, trust you guys. who would pull what? Because it's the second one in line. Right. This I is knew that why. Was coming. This is why that's not happening. Yeah, that's exactly why we're not doing that. I've seen that entire eight minute sketch. We don't have time for that. Um. But we got it. Go watch it if you haven't. It's a really good sketch. If you've never oh, seen yes. the original, who's on first? Fantastic. Great we stand up. Moving swiftly on, yeah. we have wagons and we have things that haul wagons. Mm-hmm. For some reason, okay. we have things that are hauled in the wagons too. Yes, that's yes. Us. You have a variety of supplies, and also Ooh, your that's thoughts. me. You are also supplies now. Um, okay, so Peter, for the fine folks in our listening audience. Um, will you explain the level up advanced fifth edition concept of supply? Instead of uh, explaining it, I'll just read the entry because the, uh, the tools are very handy with this. So supply mundane consumable items like food and water are simplified into a single item called supply. When an adventurer gains access to food and water, they can add supply to their inventory. One supply consists of enough combined food and water to sustain a smaller medium sized creature for a day. Large-sized creatures require two supply each day. Creatures of huge size or larger require an amount of supply determined by the narrator. A creature can carry a number of supply equal to its strength score in addition to the rest of its gear. A large-sized creature can carry supply equal to twice its strength score. Whenever a creature takes a long rest, it must consume supply. If it does not, it gains a level of fatigue. At the narrator's discretion, a beast can hunt, forage, or graze before taking a long rest, only requiring supply if the region is not plentiful enough for it to do so. Supply consumed while in another form, like while under the effects of a polymorphing spell or a druid's wild shape, is wasted and provides no nourishment when a creature returns to its normal form. When adventurers run out of supply while journeying, they can access more in a few ways. Some journey activities allow adventurers to forage for more food and water, Boons and discoveries, which are common rewards for exploration challenges, may lead to more supply. As a last resort, the party may need to take a detour to the nearest town, find a wandering merchant, or even abandon the journey and head home. Purchasing supply uh, supply can be purchased in the form of iron rations at a cost of five silver for one supply. Finer foods may cost more. So we will be using supply some amount in this. I'm not going to track it super tightly for the sake of the listening audience it's kind of like material components i'm only willing to go so far with it but uh what you have been sent to pick up is the remainder of the supply necessary for your sea voyage Uh, across your four wagons you have a total of 400 supply and you now need to make a three-day journey to the north uh to both drop off the supply at your ship and we'll get on the ship i guess i suppose technically also do that um so who wants to lead the caravan let me ask that question 
which among you yes. uh, is in charge is is in charge of making the path forward i suppose is what i should say uh let's see here who's got the best like nature and perception skills is yeah, probably a good way of doing that, that. like, like survival and- oh well forget survival. that jock's gonna do it instead um <laughs> perfect good so someone can interrupt him when he starts going in the wrong direction uh this way everybody um uh, you're rolling? going in the wrong direction jack sounds like tansy has a job how do you know that <laughs> montague pulls it i have a map right here <clears throat> Okay, so we'll go with... Uh, we're headed this way. The ship is over in this direction. I think Andrea's been nominated. Um, Andrea, make me either a nature or a survival check. Whoop. Uh, that is a, a, a five. That's um, five. That's a five. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, look. It's this way. You just have to follow the sun. Ow, my eyes. Yeah. He's, he's right. He's, follow the sun. Mm-hmm. Follow the sun. No, that's accurate. That's science. Um... Okay, it's, it's sure really reliable. It, the sun always the same direction. You just go. It moves across the sky from morning to evening. Well, Daniel, I'm going to need you to not do that again because that really like mentally like I stopped. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> that's more than I can handle. Man, I can know. The sun's always in the same position. Oh, jeez, man. Okay. Well, I mean, it's it's spiraling around the arm of the galaxy, but that's it's. That's a lot of speed. You don't want to think about hurling through or hurling through space at ten thousand miles an hour. Let's not, even, let's not even bring up like, you know, galactic redshifting. So I, those were words I've never heard before. Good. Okay. Okay. Um, so there's hey, it a, sounds like Grant has a new uh, mic check next time. Yeah, it's a list. Is you just open up that script for uh, Cosmos by Carl Sagan, where he talks about redshift and blue shift. I don't need that. I got a couple of books on it. It's fine. All right, yeah, that's, we're all good. I never don't learn something. Okay, so um, you guys should be on a new map now. Um, you guys are headed north. You are you are headed north. Um, with Tansy's nature roll, you are headed north in a slightly northwesterly angle that is more or less taking a, a single, making a single day's journey take a little longer. Um, but you will get there eventually. Um, I would like to point out that somehow Jock uh, rolled an 18 for nature, so he was right, even though he wasn't supposed to be right. Okay, right. So you guys actually should have listened to Jock, I guess, which is surprising and impressive. Hey, so far he's one for one. I see no reason not to follow him for the rest of this trip. Bards in church. Um, okay. Please, please keep following me. My intelligence is an eight. Oh, this can be exciting. Okay. Um, so you guys continue to make your way north. Um, you are going to camp for the first night, presumably. Who takes watches? I will uh, take a watch. I'll definitely take one of those. All right. Anyone taking a watch? Um, make me a perception check. I guess I need I need three people to take watch, so I need three perception checks. Alrighty. I'll take the darkest one because I'm a cat. <laughs> Good choice. Oh, yeah, that's when you get the zoomies. <laughs> that's a... That's a heritage. He's just, uh, he's just jogging. <laughs> like he's, he's supposed to be watching, but he's actually just curled up on Tox's legs. I'll do one. <laughs> the tabaxi's speed doubles uh, after midnight. Um, Gor- that's a Gork 23. A okay, and who's taking the third watch? I, I guess that's... Greg. Okay. Show me that perception. 
Uh, include specialty. Sure. I mean, if it's relevant. Yeah. Why not? That's what they're for. That didn't help. No. Mm -mm. I mean, do you have a specialty in perception? I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, real quick A5E lesson. Yes. You can have things called skill specialties, which are basically extremely limited expertise dice that apply only in certain situations. So like for insight, you can be especially good at telling if somebody is lying or perception. You can be especially good at listening for things. But specialties uh, have, are predetermined. Because Tox is a sailor, he's got um, acrobatics with a specialty in swinging. Yeah, everybody should have some number of these from character creation, by the way. Yeah. Cork has nature with astronomy specialization. There you go. Navigating men. Because <laughs> it's Look, daytime. I see, again, we've got Cork's brilliant leadership. One star. I've, I've lost in the morning. One star lost in, in the, the sky afternoon. to follow. Yes. yes. Very really simple. good at night. Which, to be fair, Jock tried to start with. Yeah. Uh, turns out um, uh, it doesn't come come up a lot, but my culture is caravaner, caravaneer, caravaneer. Caravaneer. It was the third one. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm actually uh, really good at doing long hauls and animal handling and land vehicles. Fair enough, then. Um, Sweet. Okay, so off your perception checks, um, Cork and Brock notice nothing. Uh, Peter, Montague notices that not only is um, the area you're headed towards the, the unexpected desert, that's what I call it now, it's the unexpected desert, because it didn't used to be there. Um, Ooh, Locke is pretty certain <laughs> of that. Uh, there's... Also, not only a desert, but you see sandstorms kicking up on the edge of said unexpected desert. <clears throat> so there's uninvited sandstorms from the unexpected desert. Mm -hmm. Great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> this is this is accurate. Jock as a fan. Oh, oh, that's um, how how hmm. far do they uh, how far do they appear to be? Uh, you're at least a mile or two away from the the current. How much storm. time do we have before they're on us is probably a better... Should you... I be waking people up at this point? Not like... headed your direction. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, it is currently headed... Uh, you guys are headed north. The sandstorm appears to be headed west. Currently, okay. at least. We determined that I was taking second watch, yes? Correct. So when I get relieved for third watch, Montague will, will be like, Hey, look over there. There's a sandstorm. <clears throat> Brock, there sure is a sandstorm. And it be a blowing... Unexpected desert. The unexpected desert has provided some unexpected weather patterns. Trying to settle on that concept in my head now. Good. Okay, uh, so you guys pass through the night. Uh, no uninvited guests except the potential of an unexpected sandstorm. And you awake the next day. Uh, I do need... I tell you what. Daniel? Yeah. Um, make me... Either an animal handling check or a land vehicles check, because uh, you will have to pass through the sandstorm at some point. I can't see from here which one of those uses wisdom. I don't remember. Uh, animal handling 
should, I yep, believe. It, it sure does. And because I have the uh, culture of Caravaneer, I get to include my specialty for this. Okay. Include away. Seven. <laughs> okay, not our strongest start. Um, you guys are battered harshly by a sandstorm. Um, it does not appear to do any damage, but it is deeply inconvenient, very annoying, and is significantly slowing you down. Um, let's go with Andrea, Grant, and Shanine. Make me perception checks. Sure. I mean, why not? This is on you. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Well, 19. See, 19. I mean, okay, so uh, a 19 for Tox, a 6 for Locke, and a 13 for Tansy. Uh, we'll go Tox. Uh, you notice uh, you notice something appears to be moving around in the sandstorm ahead of you. Uh, seemingly unaffected by the sandstorm. Roughly, well, <clears throat> can I get a sense of like how tall it is over us or distance or is it too hard is it too hard to tell if this is like really big and really far away or surprisingly um, close more or less medium sized is your estimation hey uh guys and there appear to be several of them everybody i think there's somebody out there or several somebodies and we'll show a little more of the map. Uh, basically, as you move forward, there is just more desert, more sand, more sandstorm. Um, and there is definitely something off in the distance. Uh, Grant Tox believes there are approximately five somethings. All right. One, two, three, four. Um, four or five, maybe six. Hard to tell. Uh, uh, and they seem to move undeterred. By a sandstorm. I'm. I mean, I. I don't know if I can tell that from here. We we should we should probably head that. I mean, we'll just keep going in our direction and hope. Hopefully, they're chill. <laughs> Sounds good. Also, could somebody pass me like a piece of canvas or something? The the sandstorm and the my. <sighs> The crystal on my skin are making a weird staticky effect, and it's not comfortable. Uh, yeah, sure. And uh, um, Jock is just gonna like reach into his bag and pull out like an old shirt that's like one of his old bands, and just throw it over to him. Yeah, that'll work. Thank you. I'll regret this later. What's the band's name? Uh. Uh, Jock Rock. No, oh God, Jock um, Jams. No, I like Jock's Jams. That's Jock's, good. Jock's Jams with a Z. Of course. Pump up the jams. Pump it up. Wow. I want to watch Space Jam. Okay, good. Where were we? We did. Um, we did merchandise where we also sold jelly at the venue, so you could have Jock's Jams. Jock's Jams. But they're jellies, not jams. That they didn't sell very well. Good, good. It's not the best marketing technique. Um, important question: Is this a jar of jelly or like '90s clear shoe jelly? Oh, um, well, because we, I like the idea of like br like branded 
little jelly shoes. Um, we had some jelly shoes, and then we had some jelly jelly, and then we had some hair jelly. Uh, <laughs> no, that's good. Jocks, yeah, yeah, multiple jelly. demographics. This that's sounds important. like the worst thing ever. Yeah, no, no they, it was it was real ambitious. Um, none none of it sold. Is that what the entire supply on the back of the caravan is? It's all his personal supply at the very least. Yeah. <laughs> Jocks, jams, and hair jelly. Uh, yeah, I have 16 supply and it's various uh, jams and footwear. It's a, uh, it's his Sweet. penance to, to all consume all of this nothing. himself. This sounds delicious. It, it's, I it's see nothing wrong with bell. 20-year-old jelly. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> 20-year-old purple bell pepper jam and jelly. Good. Mm, and that's just the shoes. It tastes like botulism. Mm, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Okay, because it's twenty years old. Yeah, I know. Oh, no, I know why. That wasn't that wasn't the why. Anyone else's face going? Actually, numb? what he's anyway. what he's got is jellied wine in there. <laughs> like, I'm here for it. All right, so we got five figures, and it won't let me reveal them on the map. So that means they don't exist. We win. Right, we can go back to making jelly jokes while you sort this out. Everyone gets XP for something. Don't worry about it. It's right. probably fine. Uh, How about now? There they are. Jock, Jock's trying to get one of the jelly jars open, but he can't because it's jammed. I'm both proud and disappointed. You need to preserve that joke now. Now I'm actually just disappointed. <laughs> uh, that was kind of straining. Can it? Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Store those up for winter and save them for later. Uh, I'm so proud of you all. We've come a long way. I'm we really ashamed, have. But... <laughs> I learned from watching you. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Quite literally from, from us. We're a good example, I think. Of you something. Oh. I Kids don't use us as an example of anything. Kids Why? don't eat 20-year-old jelly. Yeah. That was long what other took things, away yes. Food safety. Okay. We're a good example of food safety. <laughs> Anywho. That, we're really not. Um, that's okay. one thing this podcast is known for. It's food safety. <laughs> I, okay, whatever. That's fine. Everyone roll Actually, initiative. I think it's its merciful nature of its Can we have initiative. You said chart. All we right. have the initiative tracker. Uh, you may have. Fine, you can have an initiative tracker. Good. Thanks. Uh, so Dad. click on your miniature and then roll initiative. Click. Huzzah! Oh. Fifteen. <laughs> Huzzah! Oh. That checks. Um. Oh no. Okay. Oh, there that works. I made a choice. That's fine. Um did you roll initiative oh. for the carts? No, but I wish I had. <laughs> uh why does everyone uh, have so many sixes? Brock, you have a better dex than mine, so you get to go first. Or ahead yeah. of me at least. All right, Grant, go ahead. I am on board with I'm going to cast message. Okay. And um, so message just uh, for those not in the know, because I know not everybody listening necessarily knows every D&D spell. Uh, simple cantrip sends a short message, 25 words, I think is traditionally the rough um, or well, used to be the official limit on it. Um, and it can go like 120 feet. Okay. So uh, I'm going to cast message and say, do you need assistance from us in this sandstorm? We can help uh, shelter you if needed. 
language? Uh, common. Okay. It's the safest bet. Fair. Uh, they can, I'm pointing at whichever one is ahead of us. Um, straight ahead up here. And um, they can reply in an audible whisper. It's only audible to me. Do they have to have the ability to speak to reply in the audible whisper? Uh, yes, I would assume. It's reply in a whisper. So it, you, you actually, I am actually physically whispering the message. Okay. And so presumably okay. they gotcha. have to do that back. Um, he, the, the creature in the middle looks at you. You recognize that it recognizes that you're talking to it. Um, and it just stares at you and attempts to fling some sand at you. It doesn't, it doesn't reach you, but it kicks up some sand. Hmm. Uh, bad news. I'm not, I don't think they're friendly. They're not really responding to me trying to offer them assistance or communicate with them. So, uh, buckle up folks. Oh, that's rude. Well, listen, I, I'll try again in any other in my not other on your languages. part. <laughs> well, he may not have understood common. Let's let's give them some credit here. Hmm. Shanine. Eh. Uh Grant, unless you're moving. No. Okay. I'm comfy. Fair. On top of your giant ant. No, I'm on the wagon, but yeah. Yeah. Uh Shanine, go ahead. Okay. I will cast Bless on three of my fellow party members. Uh, which I don't three? Know. Whoever is within 30 feet of me right now. I think that's everybody. <laughs> More or less. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Everyone except Brock, the... actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's poor mini placement on my part, so you can just pick three. Oh, I've been moving this around trying <laughs> okay. to find you. Because for whatever reason, I go under the cart. Yeah, the layering's weird. I'll just do the next three people in initiative order. So that'll be Montague, Cork, and... Um... Fancy. No. No, I'm last. It'll be me. Uh, yeah, oh. it'll be Daniel. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Montague, Cork, and Brock are all... Uh, blessed. No, Brock. It doesn't reach Brock, so it's Jock. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> Too many hard vowel sounds. Okay, that's fine. Um, is that all, Shanine? Or are you moving? Um, yeah, no, I'm good on my cart. Okay. Montague. Oh, <clears throat> I think. Um, at this point, I'm just gonna move like to kind of screen some of the other party members and stuff. Just if these things come charging, he'll get in the way, basically. Okay. And that'll be it for my turn. Cork. Cork will also drop a bless on everybody else. Um, so let's do that with uh, yeah, do a bless. Um, on you said we got Jock, Tansy, and Locke are already blessed. Uh, Locke did the blessing. 
Yeah, Lock so uh, your options are Brock, Tansy, and Locke. Then that's who gets blessed. I'm out of range. That'll work. Uh, still? I don't think so. Right in front of her. It's a permanent condition for him. He has out of range his disease. <laughs> it's debilitating sometimes. <laughs> oh, I was gonna make a cell reception joke. Okay, um, that works yeah. too. I mean, poor cell reception can also be debilitating at times. So. Deeply frustrating. Uh, ben, are you moving? If I move, is that moving the whole wagon? That's optional. Um, then no. Okay. And. Uh, next, it will be Brock's turn as whatever these are have come to say hi. And I think I've kept them out of fireball range. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> At least all out of fireball range as a unit. There. Um, I will help with saying hi, but that's as close as I can get to say hi. Okay. Is that all you're doing? I mean, I don't think any of us even have fireball yet. That that's doesn't matter. Tell him that. And... I know you people. It'll happen. <laughs> It'll happen when I least expect it, so I prepare at all times. After we don't ever ask how level, big the room is. Your fifth level. That's yeah, true. you know what? Yeah, no, no. Keep them all spread out for fireball, but do keep them in a nice straight line. No, I know how that works too. <laughs> uh, <In a> lightning bolt. <laughs> yeah, Daniel, it's your turn. NPCs uh, need to walk without rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, our. Our goal is to get past them, right? Correct. Fantastic. I'm pretty sure that uh, our wagons are faster than them. So uh, he's just going to hike the wagon and he's going to just go past them or try to. How far can I go on this? I. There um, it is. Yeah, I believe the wagon movement speeds would be something around the neighborhood of 50. Uh, yeah, 50, it sounds good. 50 feet, I, I think, would be reasonable for a wagon. Pulled yeah, by everyone just fall in line behind creatures. It's 40 or 50, yeah. Okay, so you're, you're going to go... Uh, you going straight forward at the one in the middle? Well, I'm... I could, but I'm not going to just um, actually charge them. I'm going to go at the... Uh, gap between these two, um, between the two on the left rear. So on the furthest left, there's the two closest together. Then there's a big gap between number two and three that I'm going to try and get the caravan through. Is the wagon gap just... around here somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that like a full move or can I do a dash and do it again? I'm going to assume you can't dash a cart. Yeah, I'm um, because either? I have a I have a thing on um, Caravaner oh, no. that mentions you can use a dash action on a vehicle. Then no, dash that, on. That is literally exactly that. Mm -hmm. Full full send. You're the only one who can. So that's also oh. true. <laughs> um, okay, I'm not going to do that if I'm leaving no, everyone no. behind. Bye. <laughs> See you. <ya. laughs> um. Okay. I'll just I'll just shout back. We're faster than them. 
Okay. Um, I tell you what, if you're going to try and uh, thread the needle, make me an animal handling check uh, for yours with advantage. All right. Um, how, okay, wait. I can do this. Um, how oh, roll advantage and roll 20. Wait. Or just hit it twice. Either one works. It did. Okay, yep. what? Well, yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. 24. Um, yes. Uh, any of them that attack you or your cart until your next turn now have disadvantage. Uh, as you yeah. are attempting to evade them. Are you doing anything else? I assume that was technically uh, both of your actions. Yeah, no, that's good. Okay. Um, Greg move, Chuck move. Tansy! Okay. Um, I'm in deer. We have confirmed what they are yet. Uh, no one has made a check to determine. Can I? Can I find that out? Nature or survival. So, yep. I'll make a major check. Good. That works. Seventeen. Okay. Um, these are what are known as sandlings. They are a variation of scarecrows. Um, you know they are undead and that they are, to quote the character sheet, water-soluble. Thanks for listening to City on a Hill Gaming. For more information, you can find us on Twitter at City on a Hill Game, on Instagram at City on a Hill Gaming, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash City on a Hill Gaming, or wherever you listen to podcasts by searching for City on a Hill Gaming. If you want to hear more from the Saving the Game folks, you can find their backlog of episodes at stgcast.org. Thanks as always to our Patreon backers, Stephanie, Ryan, Brian, Doug, JD, Andrew, Christina, Ashley, Joanne, and Tony. We really appreciate everything you guys do to support the show. Thanks for listening, and have a blessed day. We will do sound check, and I'm going to actually check audio for once. I know, right? Um, Daniel, sound check time. Who? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, constant mists. Uh, one in a green instant, buyback, sacrifice a land. Uh, creatures deal no combat damage this turn. Stop playing Turbo Fog, Daniel. No. Okay. That's a reasonable assertion. Uh, Ben. So, soundcheck this week is brought to you again by that random generator. Good. This week's a wrap. Oh. Uh, I'm not going to wrap it, I'm just going to read it. Because okay. nobody wants that. Um, That's not true. In a Tennessee <laughs> state of mind, what more could I ask for? The crazy soap? You complain about that once. You gotta love them, though. Somebody still speaks for the rope. I'm rapping to the bat, and I'm gonna move your rat. Little hairy, hideous little rock. Boy, I tell you, I thought you were a lock. I can't take the gnat ones. Can't take the snail. I got it. I wouldn't have tried to giggle. I guess I got no entail. At several times, I heard some songs in there, <laughs> and then they would go away. Yeah, and new songs yeah. would replace them. I yeah. I am uh, offended by the insinuation that Tennesseans don't use soap. <laughs> that's also kind of <laughs> uh, that's true. Um, Again, this is like a Mad Lib style 
songwriter as as no less than one third of our podcast at some points in show history has lived in tennessee i am mildly <laughs> offended by that that's fair um good old rocky top uh greg what you got the player character is a bro a hyper masculine action action hero style commando who fights terrorists and rescues his bro teammates and prisoners of war from captivity the game's destructible environments wear away with the game with the player's gunfire the level ends when the player defeats a devil boss hoists an american flag and leaves via helicopter while the scenery explodes so you did say bro when you started that sentence. Good. Okay. Yeah, that would be bro force, That would be bro right? force. The game we talked about in session one. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I listened yep. today. That that sounds like the uh, America history cartoon on Netflix. If you have not seen it, it's very bro. Bro. Starring Channing Tatum as George Washington. I of course. am offended. Um <laughs> I don't know why exactly, but I think I'm offended. He's clearly more of a Jefferson. <laughs> yeah. What bothers me is I kind of agree with you. Okay, we're going to move on before this goes. Peter, save me, Peter. I hate you. Okay. That, that, that there's some nonsense, mm-hmm. my friend. That's right. That's some nonsense right there. I tell you what. And, and there's a there's my sound check. That's good. I I don't know how much time you spent in Tennessee, but that was strong. Zero. I have never been. I'm impressed. <laughs> I think Carolina. I may have passed through it That's on my true. way at one point. But Andrea, go ahead. The bell pepper plant produces fruit in different colors, including red, yellow, orange, green, white, chocolate, candy cane striped, and purple. Bell peppers are sometimes grouped with less pungent chili varieties like sweet peppers, and while they are botanically classified as berries, they are commonly used as a vegetable ingredient or side dish. So, so I got stuck on chocolate until you and said purple. commonly classified <laughs> as berry. And yeah. I... Um, hmm. <laughs> why, why have we not seen purple or chocolate Where do or have candy chocolate cane, bell peppers? like bell peppers anywhere in the United States in any grocery store ever? So I peppers is definitely something I have questions about. Yeah. So I've actually grown the purple bell peppers and they turn green when you cook them. So it's a little disappointing. Because you pick them when they're purple. (laughs) Then when you cook them, like the purple, the, the purple pigment goes away and then you're left with green. There's a tongue twister in there somewhere. I don't know how well you can see that, but that's a, that's a chocolate bell pepper. Peter Piper picked a peck of purple peppers. Yeah, still works. Good, good. It even scans. Mm-hmm. Shanine. All right. From last sessions, sessions, session notes. The recapping. Uh, Nat one Arcana. Locke has a hundred percent for sure seen this desert before. It's fine. I ran that session. I'm still not sure what happened there. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> Right. Frankly, right, I'm right. just glad okay. that somebody was taking notes yeah. about sessions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Accurate. Also, um, I move that we henceforth refer to all notes as the sessioning. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, seconded. Passes. Uh, yeah. Sorry, that's only a, a, that's only to have it voted on. Uh, all in favor, say aye. 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 Okay. Aye. Passes. <laughs> um, sorry, I have to go to a lot of county commission meetings. I 
I'm entirely too familiar with this process now. Uh, Grant, your turn. All right. So I have a, a thing I want to share with people real quick. Um, okay. And hopefully this is not going to get me in too much trouble. Um, if it is, Ryan can cut this out because I'll have okay. I will actually talk about this as well. But it's fun, and I love the intro to this podcast. I'm going to tell tell you about um, that. I think is a wonderful resource for gaming and for uh, the kind of games that I think we all enjoy here. Uh, so without further ado. And now, Dakota Ring Theater presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda! The Red Panda, mysterious crusader, etc., etc. It continues. Um, DakotaRingTheater.com has a wonderful mm-hmm. podcast called uh, The Red Panda Adventures. Uh, and this is in the style of 1930s pulp radio mystery man serials. And it's amazing. I just started my kids on it as something to um, listen to in the car. My six-year-old adores it. Um, he's like, oh, this one's super scary. There's a there's a guy. And okay, fine. It's mildly scary. It, it is mystery man stuff. It's like, oh, well, you know, there's a dead body. Um but it doesn't get a whole lot worse than that. There's no cursing. It's great. It's very family friendly, which we all love here. But it is also a really good uh, way to hear how pulp stories should flow, how to keep action tight, how to describe action without seeing anything in the style of a classic radio show. Um, it's really good. And I, I do strongly recommend it. Also, it covers like 20 or 30 years of uh, in fiction progression to the point where these characters have gone from we're relatively new and starting out to we're old and retired and the age of the mystery man is past. And now it's the Marvel DC superhero style characters who are taking oh. over and we're overpowered. Mm. We are, we have been overpowered. And there are what 13 seasons of this. Um, it started back in 2005. There are 13 regular seasons and then they have novels, they have comics, and most of those have been, and a bunch of short stories, all of which are done as audio format as well later. So you can listen to the radio production version of them. Uh, link in the description. Uh, I misunderstood. I thought you said Dakota Ring Theater. It's no, Dakota, Dakota Ring Theater. Ring okay. Theater. I found them. Yes. Um, my favorite part of the website, uh, joined in his quest by that famed fighting female, the flying squirrel. Uh, yes. that's just great writing. I'm just, I'm a fan. Um, there, the costume seems strong. Uh, yeah. It's very good. It's very funny. The, the back and forth between the two of them is probably the best part of the show. Uh, because it goes from action to, you know, uh, slightly squabbling would be, will be lovers. And it's really fun. This so, is, there's print versions of this. Yes, I told you, novels and comics. Very it's very good. I strongly recommend it. Um, not a. I think D and D has a strong pulp tradition that it's drawing from. B. Uh, pulp is a wonderful way to get um, it, some ideas of how to run fun actiony stories and also how to handle mismatched characters in terms of power. Right. If you've ever read a Doc Savage novel, for example, you can see that in action. 
all sorts of interesting stuff. So yeah, strong recommend. I love it. And my kids love it. And that tells you a lot about it. This is fascinating. Um, wow. Okay. I, yeah. yeah. All right. That'll be in the, that'll be in the description. Cause that's very interesting. Um, I think that's all for Grant. Actually say something real quick. Cause I wasn't looking at your sound levels. Oh, hi. I'm okay, still talking and I have a beer. He distracted me. Um, cool things distract me and I forget to actually check sound levels. Um, it's pink. It is pink. It's pink, got a little strawberry. Pink beer, purple, red bell peppers. Um, colors don't make sense anymore. I got some orange, um, uh, I got some blue orange juice if you want it. I, I should have gone with yes. blue milk. That would have been a better joke. Blue Dang milk would have been much better. Strong. Strong that reference. Is milk green. No, the eggs are green. Um, Along with the ham. the ham. Also the ham. Always the ham. Yeah. If the ham's not green, don't there's something wrong Don't eat spoiled food, children. No. no, please. Please do not <laughs> eat spoiled food. I don't want to get that DM or that that email from a parent who's now upset with us. Um, yeah. yeah. If you uh, if anybody wants the exact opposite of what we've just been talking about, I have a very dark green eggs and ham comic to send you. I, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I don't even want that. <laughs> No, you leave you leave Dr. Seuss alone. Um Okay. He died uh, on my birthday. He died on my fifth birthday. Greg, I said leave him alone. <laughs> it's so much worse now. Okay. This Dr. isn't Seuss, a no. joke either. I know. That's what's upsetting me, I think. Alright. <laughs> what just happened? Okay. Um uh, now it's time for the podcast. Nothing good. good. <laughs> no, no, you're right about that. All right. Welcome what back just to City happened? Audit. Weren't you paying attention? I think I am sometimes, and then someone says chocolate bell pepper, and I just, I assume I wasn't paying attention anymore, and I don't know what happens. Um, I just get lost. How many, it's not important, we don't have time for that. Okay, um, 